0: So the other day, Ken McElroy did a video called I'm Broke, Now What?, which I thought was a very sexy title, but I want to twist it with the three amigos. I want it to be something that I think is actually more relevant for my audience. I want it to be I'm out of money, now what? Because I believe broke is a mindset. I believe if you are a follower of One Ritzel at a time, you get that. We are never broke, but maybe we don't have any money, which is a very, very different thing.
1: Dion, welcome to the show. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I think there's a really good, uh, two reasons why this is a good topic for this channel. One, um, I disagree with what I think most of the viewers are going to say. I'm out of money now. What? Okay. And, uh, the different perspectives are are going to help. Like you have to see that there there's, there's more than one way to do this.
2: I'm Matt, formulating, I'm formulating a joke in my head. It's like, you know, anything walks into a bar and who has the contrarian idea? Like, (laughs) yeah, there's something there, but you're not quite sure. You need to change your, you need to change your channel
1: name to like the lazy contrarian. You know, if you can't devil's advocate, your thought, don't (laughs) tell it to someone else.
0: (laughs) That is hilarious. Well, you know what, lumberjack, you and I have been doing this a while. You and I have chosen to recycle capital as a purposeful strategy, many, many different times in our journey. Uh, Dion has chosen to uh, kind of have the income snowball. So we'll get to that Mm -hmm. in a minute. Um, But let's talk about your journey. When was the first time you were out of money? Right for real estate investment.
2: First first 10 years I was investing. That's exactly right. Always. The answer is always. I had no money. I had No, no money. Mike, because it was literally like, all right, if I go buy that car and I get a car payment, That's going to affect my credit and it's also going to affect my debt to income. And so if I do that, I'm literally saying, I don't want to buy a house. I don't want to buy a house this year. And that was why I drove, you know, shit boxes for for still now, but even then, but for 10 years, like I was driving 180,000 to 250,000 mile cars and limping along. And so, yeah, the first 10 years, I was constantly out of money. It was literally every day, every dime that was saved was saved so I could buy the next thing. And so it was never I never had money. I was always broke. and and then always. it was just I was even more broke when I finally bought the next house. And you buy a little bit of income, but that was constantly constant uh, cash flow recycling and constant equity recycling, constantly,
0: yeah. we uh, I mean, if you were going to go back and look at my cash balances, uh, other than the emergency account, right. Sure. Which I did, which grew over time, but it was always for me separate. Cause you just never know. Um, yeah. I came into my, my game as I wrote about in my book, one rental at a time with 40 grand. We never had that again. We never had 40 grand. Right. And that 40 grand was gone after three houses, Yep. 20 grand, 10 grand, 10 grand gone. Whew. I was done. We were broke all the time. We were broke. Yeah. For a decade. Yeah. Broke. Just broke, like cash poor, even though we were we were we were millionaires on paper, which, again, is a stat that I hate. But yeah, everybody talks about it. Can't spend we it. were probably a millionaire on paper. Year eight, year seven, year eight, somewhere in there. And um, but yeah, cash I, I oof, other than the emergency account. Never more than 40 or 50 grand. Because it was always save buy save buy. It's kind of like we'd always get to a number and then we'd buy the next thing. Uh-huh. We would we I got loans on cars, all this kind of stuff. So let's go back to Dion and, and get us a little twist on all of this. What do you think,
1: Dion? So so before I present the contrarian view, which is <laughs> going to be my new word of the, the day, uh, it, it's it's trust in the asset that says I'm broke now. What if you're broke now? You now you figure out what to do next. Uh, you both invested in stocks, right? You both had significant losses during the dot-com crash and the, everything that happened around that time period. So you didn't go, I'm out of money. Let me borrow some money to buy some more stocks, right? You didn't go on margin. You didn't, um, Millennial Mike Never said did. On TikTok the other day, you know, we, we did a reacting to a TikTok of a guy saying, use a credit card, take out a home equity line of credit, do all <laughs> these things to buy crypto, right? It was a yeah. it, was, it was a good one to react to. So I'm not saying do that, but name the 10-year period in the history of our country where market-wide property values weren't higher 10 years from any point in time. And I'm challenging people, maybe find there might be a time. It's possible that it exists. None of us, I think, can just top of head think of it. there, there are times where, yeah, property values do go down for two or three years. But in 2008, if you went to 2013, 14, and prices are starting to go, values are starting to go above where they were. So in a 10-year period, they go up. So we use debt. So whenever we go, I'm broke, now what? There is the two options. There's probably more, but there's the two options of recycling capital, which you guys did, which was sell to 1031, home equity line of credit, cash out refinance, second mortgage, so you don't mess with the first interest rate, like all these different options. Yep. Or um, my version was time. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to take the cash flow. I'm not going to let it impact my lifestyle. I'm going to add the cash flow to the investing. It's going to be two, four, six years between purchases, you know, two years, then two years. And then it starts to get slower when the income snowball kicks in. I grew up slower portfolio, a smaller portfolio, but had um, in my mind, a more likelihood of success on a set timeline. I didn't have. It didn't depend on anything like switching. Cer- from-
0: certainly less risk. Certainly.
1: So less risk. Yeah, um, I don't want to say more certain. Less work.
0: Yes, less so, work. So I had a
1: thought for a video that I'm that I'm going to steal from the first video that we did today, where everybody wants an easy button. Yeah. I wanted a lazy button. Ooh. The easy button doesn't exist, but the lazy button does. Yeah, I agree. I save. I I, I live frugally for a period of time because I'm definitely not frugal in financial in retirement um, to buy a, the next property with cash flow. Yeah. So there were times where I was broke, and I don't suggest doing what I'm about to talk about on your first or second deal. I didn't do this on the first deal. The first deal I saved until I had down payment, closing costs, immediate repairs, and reserves in cash. Yeah. Right, I had like 28 grand or something. Um, bought a uh, three $300,000 duplex with uh, 5% down, right? So I had 15 down, I had enough money for everything that, everything that was required. When I purchased my fourplex, I dropped, it was $141,000 to purchase, put the roof on, do everything it took to get that place stabilized. Uh, I had $200 in my bank account.
0: Yeah, I would tell people not to do that. You
1: would say never do that, right. But here's the thing. We used my retirement account, which I have since emptied as a reserve. I had $17,000 okay. in credit cards untapped. I had a good paying job. I had cash flow from rentals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I closed on the sixth of the month. So that month, January sixth of 2020, I got that month's rent from the units without a mortgage. February, okay. no mortgage, all the rents from those units. So I by the by the mid, middle of February, I had ten grand. so two hundred to ten grand. So okay. that's why it made sense. It doesn't make sense when you don't have cash flow. You don't have uh, job stability. You don't have a massive retirement account that you could empty if you need to. like don't do that. But I was like, I'm broke. Now what? I didn't do a home equity line of credit. I didn't do a cash out refinance. I haven't sold. it. I just was like, okay. So this actually, that's, that's a good question.
0: Just because again, you talked about 401k. So this, when was the fourplex? Was that your third deal?
1: Um, so it was, uh, I owned a single family, three duplexes, then fourplex. So it'd be my what? Fifth property.
0: What was your equity position in everything? That like, was the transaction to- where
1: I crossed a million dollars in debt and a million dollars in net worth on paper. Uh, I was like, I'm a millionaire with, $200 like <laughs> this is how this works I'm yeah, broke no, I, so I must yeah, be no, rich
0: I, yeah yeah if I broke I must be rich
1: <laughs> but that was it yes yeah, so I at that point I could have been like I have six figures in the day and $141,000 in the bank It's the most money I'd ever heard of a person having in yeah. cash and I was like yep I'm going to put that in an asset because I remember the first time my, bank, my
0: bank account had a hundred grand I remember the first time like checking or savings or whatever had a hundred grand that was crazy I I, I, took I never picture. seen that
1: of the down payment check on that. Cause I was like, my hand was shaking when I was signing it. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I I'm trying to think people lose this much. And then they, that's their life story. They're like, yeah, I saved yeah. a life savings and I lost it on this investment. And I'm like, I'm about to just put it in there. I can't wait for this to close.
0: Right. But then
1: here's, here's what I did. I'm broke now. What? Right. I saved and it was all the way until November. Till I bought the next property. So I didn't go out and do creative financing. I didn't, I haven't, I didn't do seller financing. I didn't do uh what is it, a wrap or subject to or anything like that. I was like, I'm saving for the next property, and the two things have to line up. Yeah, I'm ready, which means I have the money. There's not a lot of weird stuff going on in my life, not a marriage, divorce, birth, death, whatever that can be happening. And I found the deal. Yeah. Right. So I'm broke now. What? I continue to do what I did. You guys continue to do what you did. You recycled capital. You grew much larger portfolios. and both both routes worked for what your goals were. Like my goal was totally different. I don't know that sixteen is the number of rentals I want. I might want less right if I can increase the cash flow with stability, right?
0: yeah, no, I think I think it's, you know, so let's talk to that investor who's watching this that just did the work and got their last deal, right? all of us have been there and whether you're down to 200 bucks or you're down to your emergency count you're out of money. Um, what's kind of the advice we'll go to Matt first. What what would you tell them? You know, what would you think about what did you do? What what's kind of that advice?
2: Um you get yourself in the position where you can do whatever you can to strengthen that cash flow and get more guaranteed cash flow. And so, you know, what that looks like is um being aggressive from the perspective of continuing to save now you have more cash flow if you just added your next property you have more cash flow there's going to be stressful times because i don't care how good the inspection was i don't care how cur- turnkey it was you're going to have a few thousand bucks worth of ah crap I gotta yep. do that. Yeah, it's just the way it goes. And so the most important thing that you can do is stay the course. That's what yeah. the the people that end up the largest financially are the ones that delay the gratification as long as they can. Like you and I have seen this for decades with Silicon Valley, right? The shit the the founders that didn't keep on selling out a bunch of their shares and getting devalued. And and basically they're putting themselves in the position when they finally went public they had 60% of the stock or 70% yeah. of the stock. Right. And it's because they said, listen, we're just going to go slow and steady. We're not trying to go way up. You know, we're not trying to become a $10 billion company in three years. Cause here's what usually happens in that case. You're watching a lot of these zombie companies going to go. They're going to be just like the dot bombs mm-hmm. where they're going to disappear. And yeah, I, yeah. there's one in my space that got a valuation of $4 billion. And they're going to be lucky to have a half a billion dollar valuation by the end of the, by the end of this year. Wow. Lucky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dan, what would you tell someone just closed a deal? The fourplex to looking at their bank account with 200 bucks. What would you want to tell them? So I actually really
1: had a conversation very close to this. Uh, you know, every now and then we do this, uh, I don't know if we, but I've been doing this uh, giveaway of an hour, have a phone mm-hmm. call, right? I, I, I would sell it for $5,000, but I don't want to create a job. So I set it so I, nobody's going to pay that, but I give away the hour. And this, um, I should have asked if I could share his name, so I'm just going to do it.
0: Yeah, first name, first name only. He,
1: he said, it was, his name is Cody, and he's not Cody and Christian Cody. He's, it. He, he said, he's... I'm Cody trying to do Cody things. I'm not Cody doing got Cody it. things. <clears throat> he purchased five duplexes uh-huh. in three years, 10 units, right? But in the conversation, he was a little upset with himself because in 2022, he didn't buy anything. I was like, so in two years, you got five duplexes, 10 units, and you're not celebrating, right? Yeah, you're, you're broke, right? You're you're working on the next thing. So he did some rehabs and he did some tenant turnovers and that kind of stuff. So the next thing is keep hunting for the deal. Exactly. Right? It, it's not like you put yourself on pause and in six months I'm going to try to jump back in the market because the right deal might pop up where partner is the right answer. The right deal might pop up where seller financing is is the right answer. Subject two might might be the answer. You won't know if you're not looking. Continue to save, continue to work on your credit score, keep it up there so you have the best lending options. As you save each month, like Matt said, every and you continue to compound that savings, uh, more and more options open up. It might be, okay, I, I have enough for a down payment on an owner-occupied next house hack, but I don't really want to do that. So you're hunting, and now I've got enough for a, a, an investment property, but you're not finding it, so you're hunting for the deal. As you save, you might go, okay, now I have enough money to do a burr with my own money without needing to use hard money. So I don't have to worry about refinancing out. Don't worry about interest rates. Don't worry about prices. Don't worry about ARV. All of those things won't happen unless you continue to do the work every day, even though you're broke.
0: Yeah, I think that is the point that I wanted to close on. And I'm I'm glad we're going to hit it twice. First and foremost, I would say congratulations. Uh, all of us have been there. We will likely all be there again. And um, you're doing it on purpose. This is part of the plan, right? You build up a kitty you flush it. You build up a kitty, you flush it. But you own assets, right? Those assets can be sold. It's not the plan, but they are there, right? So it's not like the money vanishes like crypto or whatever it is. So it is part of the plan. I really want to hammer the point, you know, uh, I'm out of money now, what? Never stop looking. Uh -uh. Never. You worse. I mean, even if you really truly have no money and everything's tapped out, you want to stay on top of your market. You just you just have to. I can tell you the most creative deals I have done was when I was out of money. Mm-hmm. I bought a fourteen-unit portfolio when I was out of money. I bought an office building one time when I was out of money. I traded a house for the the office building. He wanted a house. I had he. Wa- I wanted his office building. I had a much. You know, again, you get creative, right? Seller finance, wrap, sub two. I mean, there's never stop looking. That's the biggest fear I have is people bust their ass. They buy their fourplex. They're down to 200 bucks. And frankly, they focus on operations and they stop the daily discipline. They feel like they're doing the right things. Oh, I'm doing tenant turnover, new leases, blah, 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 blah. They haven't looked at their market in 90 days. The market has changed. You've probably missed something. And the last thing I will close on is it is amazing where money can come from when you find a deal. I borrowed against my paid off cars. I borrowed against my 401k. Um, I borrowed millions of dollars in private money without even knowing that was a thing. There's, you know, I've JV'd, I've partnered it's just you just never know. So Dan, we'll go back around. Where can people find you in closing thoughts?
1: You can find me right here on YouTube where sometimes I talk about what to do when you're broke. Like today, I'm doing a live stream at four PM where I am talking about is it a good time to take out a home equity line of credit? The untalk financial freedom.
2: Awesome. And Matt? Love it. Yeah. You got to do the work daily. Keep on grinding. And again, you'll just keep on adding to the to the bucket bucket of cash to them by the next deal. Um, uh, and that's, you know, that's what we're going to talk about in, uh, in the session that we're going to do the three of from my channel. We're going to talk about that a little bit. So it will dovetail nicely into what Dion wanted to talk about and what we're talking about, but Lumberjack Landlord on Instagram and YouTube. And we've got a lot of project updates because I was gone for two weeks and thank God everybody mm-hmm. was still working.
0: There you go. Thanks, buddy.